Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We're going to get to the issue of ethics in in Parliament, in government. And I'm still de- deciding how I want to approach this. But we have two great guests. I don't want them to wait much longer. So, uh, Mr. Tom on the other side of the glass, and he's doing a great job. He's fly, he flies this plane so incredibly well. And now he's added on the responsibilities of call screening, and he's getting that down really well, Pat, as well. Just play that short clip by Mary Dawson. Section 11 is the most um, commonly requested information about. It's the the gift uh, provision. And uh, effectively, he uh, received, uh, in, 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 the judgment, in my judgment at the time, a gift from um, somebody, a gift of a holiday on a private island. So I want you to find the other clip as well, Tom, where Mary Dawson, the former ethics commissioner in Parliament, defines what friend is. And we're doing this because we, over the last couple of weeks, have been, as the rest of the country has, we've done it a little differently, is pursue the, I was just spending vacation time at Christmas and New Year with a friend, like every other Canadian, or most other Canadians, except we didn't get on a government challenger jet and fly to Jamaica and have one of our friends provide us with a $9,300 a night accommodation. We didn't have that. As I said earlier in the program, if somebody's given, look, because I have friends, you've heard me say, who have condos in Florida, if I ask them for the condo for a week, they're going to say, sure. And then they're going to tell me how much I have to pay. Well, Mr. Trudeau didn't have to pay anything. And I'm not suggesting his friend is going to charge him anything or wants anything from him. But if you want to appear ethical... When you've already been convicted of ethics violations twice, you have to consider what the fallout may be or what the concerns are. Is there a quid pro quo? So, um, Parliament's Ethics Committee met this week, this past week. They finally came back to work to address questions surrounding Trudeau's $9,300 per night freebie from a friend Jamaican vacation. So the interim ethics commissioner, and Duff Conacher goes mad when we talk about this, and he'll be with us later in the hour, not the commissioner, but Duff. The interim ethics commissioner, Conrad von Finkenstein, refuses to investigate the prime minister. He says it was indeed a gift from a friend, albeit a rich one. Yeah, okay then. So we have no reason to be concerned, except that the ethical people in Parliament run into trouble when they want to stay true to their ethics. How do I know this? Because I have two of them with me right now. Former Liberal members of Parliament, Michelle Simpson and Dan McTagg. Okay, so before we talk about your your situations individually, hi, how are you? (laughs) Good, Roy. Hello, Michelle. Boy, you know how to start a conversation with a good, big belly laugh there, Roy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, except there was no belly laugh involved, Michelle, when your ethical behavior 
and the fact that you refused to compromise it cost got you, me in trouble. Got you in trouble. Go figure. <laughs> Go figure. But yet we have an ethics committee and an ethics commissioner. <laughs> it's, but when you're an ethical <laughs> member of parliament and you refuse to compromise your ethics, you're dumped. Effectively. Before we get before we get to your individual crises, and I'm here to provide you with therapy if you need it, Roy's therapy, which is not the best. <laughs> There's nothing to take to the bank. But uh, what do you think of 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 Trudeau's vacation, and what do you think of von Finkenstein's the interim commissioner saying I'm not going to investigate him because, yeah, it was a gift from a friend, albeit a rich friend, but it was a gift from a friend. Michelle, what do you make of that? Well, for for once, they said something true. It was a gift, but how the prime minister thought it would be even close to acceptable to accepting a gift from this so-called friend when he heads a country that is in national food and housing crisis thinks that, that anyone Anyone would find that acceptable. Even, you know, half of that is ridiculous. And I just, I'm about to tell Mr. Polyev, I will not be voting for that man. Which man? Trudeau or Polyev? Oh, what? Ooh, no, of course not. Mr. Polyev, you have my vote. Oh, okay. I I mean, he's, it's just gone from... Oh, it, it's beyond description. Mm-hmm. At the moment I heard that number, I, I feel he's probably made up his mind, too, that he's going to leave. Well, maybe so. Uh, Mr. Polyev. Well, if he pres- doesn't go voluntarily, the, the voters will do it for him. So as I've often said, when you're being run out of town, get out in front and make it look like a parade. <laughs> So we hear from uh, Sebastian Kamsky, who's Polyev's press secretary, that Mr. Polyev went on a sort of a Airbnb-type vacation over Christmas and paid for it all himself. So, <laughs> Dan, I have to take a break in a second here. Then we want to talk about your individual situations when you were ethically bound to continue to, to, to live true to your ethics and the guillotine blade went up and you just got your heads out of the way in time. Um, what do you make of uh, Mr. Trudeau's story and von Finkenstein's unwillingness to even investigate? Well, I think the story really was one of, first, you know, this is no big deal. Second of all, he had clearance from von Finkenstein, uh, interim uh, commissioner, or interim uh, overlord. <laughs> um and uh, then we uh, we hear that uh, no, we didn't have that. So uh, the plot thickened, and in one fell swoop, uh, the uh, uh, the would be commissioner uh, uh, basically said it's a friend. It gets a pass, and I I think uh, like Michelle, uh, that uh, doesn't pass the smell test whatsoever. Uh, you know, you're going to go on a vacation. Yet you can take the plane. Yet you can take your security, but you damn well have to pay it yourself. And perception is reality. Who is this friend? What kind of friendship does that mean? Did, was it the same kind of friendship with uh, the Aga Khan and the island? I mean, the reality, I think, for many people is that uh, no one gets that kind of uh, consideration unless they've uh, got some kind of an angle 
or this scratch my back now and I might scratch yours down the road. 84 grand is a lot of money to give a friend for a free, free vacation for nothing, for no quid pro quo. I'm not suggesting there is one, but I'm also not suggesting there isn't one. So there's, there's also something with this government. Almost everybody has some kind of an angle. We're seeing that with, uh, air, you know, with, <laughs> with the, uh, Arrive Can app scam. Oh, no, please don't start picking on those poor people. (laughs) If only they were subject to the same kind of rules that uh, Michelle and I were subject to. What has happened to Parliament? Michelle, can you just remind us, please, of what it was that you did that was so unholy in the sight and the sound and the ethics interpretation in the Hall of the People? I simply posted my expenses, which were available to Canadians, by the way, but it's the way they chopped it up, and you you really had to dig to get anything. You know, if you could go over in a category and kind of, you know, do the uh, loop-de-loo, as it were, but all I, I did was simply break it down exactly, meals, the, every meal, everything. That was it. It was out, it was out, and I was proud of it. So but you, you posted I for Kenny? Re, I never, re, I never, re, I, and I was actually given, at the time, um, the WHIP's permission to do so. Okay, so you posted and all your expenses online. Every nickel, every yeah. dime, where you spent it. And that's yeah. what got you into trouble. Because you weren't yeah. playing the game. And they called yeah. you in, as you told us before, they called you in to the leader's office and the whip's office, and they told you to stop that. Stop it. And, and you, your answer was, well, no, why don't you do what I do? And then they offered you a bribe. Remind us what the bribe was? A private washroom. Okay. She says with disdain. <laughs> so if you if you had kept your constituents and fellow Canadians in the dark, you would have had a private washroom. But you didn't, so they shut you down. You weren't allowed to speak in Parliament. Yeah. Just because you were telling the, the truth. 18 months, uh, I wasn't allowed to address Parliament or to address a constituent during a question period, that type of thing. So that was it. I was verbally mummed. Mr. McTagg, your your situation was a little different because they came after you, or one individual did, you told us, that had to do with your belief system, with your with your yeah. with your spirituality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On more than one occasion it was uh, well known that if anybody had a position that uh, you're a live and let live guy, that uh, you would uh, you would find yourself um, you know uh, in a, in a situation that you might not uh, enjoy and find unpleasant. And uh, so the committees I was on, um, I think it was at the time it was heritage and industry. I was booted off those in favor of moving to the library committee. <laughs> Yeah, but but why? I mean, it had something to do with your religious beliefs, did it not? It had to do with, I think, the stance that I had taken on uh, on life and on uh, on family. And it was one of the things where, hey, this is where I'm coming from, and I'm not going to vote with the government on this, and it's not a confidence matter. So I'm going to set it right now. It was one of Alan Rock's bills. That guy's uh, 
was full of was quite the troublemaker when it came to promoting ideas and novel, wonderful, beautiful things about how to reinvent and uh, read into law that which wasn't there and for which uh, I had support from the Supreme Court of Canada. I mean, Antonio Lemaire at the time said, I'm not going to read into things uh, into the law that uh, Parliament has not put in there. But of course, uh, that was not the way uh, some in the Liberal Party, particularly on the left, wanted it. And so uh, I went to war with them and said, if it comes down to a bill like this, I am going to vote against it. And uh, I'm doing it because uh, my conscience is clean. And uh, if you're going to strip me, go ahead. Um, But when I found out that I was on the Library Committee, I moved a motion to have it disbanded. I said, what a waste of time. You don't need an <laughs> oversight committee. So they, 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 they pulled me off yeah, that very quickly much. as well and put me back on, on one, one. Well, you're lucky they didn't make you the Minister of Veterans Affairs. <laughs> oh, yeah, well. <laughs> that like Jody Wilson-Raybould, right? Uh, I yeah. did have one. Yeah, it was Jody Wilson-Raybould. That's it. I mean, look, I, and I met Mary Dawson. It was actually over something uh, to do with my, yeah. uh, I guess it was my site yeah, regarding uh, gas price prediction, which I wanted to give to people. And I got a call from Mary Dawson, and she said, yeah, you might have an issue here, but she checked out. She said, no issue here. Okay. But uh, i got to let you know, I'm using your site, Mr. McDick. Okay, look, we're going, to continue, we're going to continue this conversation on another program because I got so enthusiastic about other things that we ran short on time for the most important things. It's just one of these things. I'm out of control. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.